I'm Father Ron Shibley, founder and director of the Anglican Internet Church, and I welcome you to 11th day, January 4th, in the AIC seasonal video series, The 12 Days of Christmas. The key words for today are glorifying God. My focus will be on examples from scripture, liturgy, and sacrament. In traditional celebrations of the Nativity season, churches are filled with the sound of many hymns of praise and familiar Christmas carols, including those I have used in this series. In the real world today, which some call the post-Christian era, mankind has lost the ability to see himself in his proper relationship with his Creator. An Eastern Church clergyman aptly described this phenomenon as a willingness to worship the creation, but not the creator. In this next to last day of the 12 days of Christmas, let us work together as faithful Christians to move toward redressing that imbalance by focusing our minds and hearts on the only antidote, scripture and liturgy, which glorify God as our creator, and as the merciful, loving, and compassionate Father. The illustration, made in an era when reverence for God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit was much higher than it is today, is the central detail from a 13th century apse mosaic at the Basilica of St. Ambrose of Milan, Milan, Italy, showing Christ seated as King of all, surrounded by saints and angels. In the Eastern Church tradition, it would be called a Christ Pantocrator. I have applied perspective correction to the original image. As an antidote to secularism, one of the finest examples is one of the shortest psalms, Psalm 8, traditionally credited to King David. It is a psalm of praise of the Creator God from all his creation including the moon, the stars, the animals, as well as the people. It has only nine verses. The illustration is a detail from a circa 1480 miniature illumination, just over an inch wide, in colored inks on parchment from a private book of hours made in the Netherlands, either at Bruges or Ghent, from manuscript Arundel, 316 Folio 10V at the British Library, London, England. The identity of the artist is unknown. Verse 2 was cited in Hebrews 2 verses 5 to 9 as a prophecy of the Incarnation. Jesus suggested that it was fulfilled in his life among men in Matthew 21 verses 15 and 16. Verses 5B and 6 are often cited as pre-incarnation appearances of Christ, the Son of Man. Here is the entire text using the 1928 Book of Common Prayer text. The asterisk indicates the break points for congregational and responsive readings. O Lord, our Governor, how excellent is thy name in all the world! Thou hast set thy glory above the heavens. Out of the mouth of very babes and sucklings hast thou ordained strength because of thine enemies, that thou mightest still the enemy and the avenger. When I consider thy heavens, even the work of thy fingers, the moon and the stars which thou hast ordained, what is man that thou art mindful of him, 
and the Son of Man that thou visitest him. Thou madest him lower than the angels to crown him with glory and worship. Thou makest him to have dominion of the works of thy hands, and thou hast put all things in subjection under his feet, all sheep and oxen, yea, even the beasts of the fields, the fowls of the air, and the fishers of the sea, and whatsoever walketh through the paths of the sea. O Lord our governor, how excellent is thy name in all the world. I included Psalm 8 in part 1 of our bookstore publication, Hear Us, O Lord, Daily Prayers for the Laity. For more on the pre-incarnation visions of Christ, see the entry under the word Theophany on pages 222 to 224 in Layman's Lexicon. Both books are available through the virtual bookstore link at the bottom of the homepage. In traditional Anglican worship, or collects, or formal prayers which bring together traditional church teachings from both the traditions of the Western and Eastern churches are included for each of the Sundays in the 1928 Book of Common Prayer. For the twelfth Sunday after Trinity, there is this revealing prayer adapted by Archbishop Thomas Cranmer from the Gelasian Sacramentary of the Roman Church from the late 5th and early 6th century. Almighty and merciful God, who art always more ready to hear than we to pray, and art wont to give more than either we desire or deserve, pour down upon us the abundance of thy mercy, forgiving us those things whereof we are afraid, and giving us those good things which we are not worthy to ask, but through the merits and mediation of Jesus Christ, thy Son, our Lord. In Revelation 5, verses 12 and 13, St. John tells of a vision of vast numbers of celestial beings, in his phrase, ten thousand thousands and thousands of thousands, singing this remarkable song of praise for all creation to the worthy Lamb of God. In the reading, I emphasize the seven divine attributes of God, which are named in a group of three, followed by a group of four. The illustration is the Lamb on Mount Zion, an illumination in tempera and gilt on vellum from the 11th century manuscript Bamberg Apocalypse, as I used it in our bookstore publication, Revelation, an Idealist Interpretation. Worthy is the Lamb who was slain to receive power and riches and wisdom and strength and honor and glory and blessing and every creature which is in heaven and on the earth and under the earth and such as are in the sea and all that are in them I heard saying, Blessing and honor and glory and power be to him who sits on the throne, to the Lamb forever and ever. It is the birth of this worthy Lamb which we celebrate in these twelve days of Christmas, a celebration of his entry into human history. The illustration is homage to the Lamb, another illumination from the Bamberg Apocalypse, as used in the AIC Bible Study video series, Revelation and Idealist Interpretation, and on page 68 in the companion book of the same name. 
The closing musical theme is a handbell arrangement of Good Christian Men Rejoice, a traditional English wassailing or street caroling song as translated by John Mason Neal in 1853 A.D. and arranged to an old Latin carol tune in Dulce Jubilo. Thank you for joining me for the 11th day of Christmas, January 4th. Please join me for the final day, the 12th day of Christmas, January 5th, when the key words are grace and faith, which I will illustrate with icons, mosaics, frescoes, paintings, and manuscript illuminations from the artistic and religious traditions of the Western and Eastern Church. This program has been a presentation of the Anglican Internet Church, and we invite you to visit our website and use its resources at www.anglicaninternetchurch.net.